People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Somebody's favorite radio program. Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful. Beautiful. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. On the all-new TonyBrunoShow.com. Rental discretion is advised. You know what they think? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is. Oh, yeah! It's like family. It's, it's like, like being family. in the Olive Garden. Yeah. You guys are just like family. That's the fact, John! He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on them. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final! Here is... You got a big one in there? Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Texas Super Bowl 51 at the George R. Brown Convention Center. Tony Bruno hocking up a lung occasionally, but feeling better as each day passes. The weather's beautiful here in the 70s for another great day. Town is starting to fill up, as it always is the case for the Super Bowls. And we are live here on Radio Row for Super Bowl 29 for me, but Super Bowl 51 for the rest of you guys out there. Or if you're from Pittsburgh, for Yins. Or if you're from South Philly, for yous. 
or if you're from uh, what other terms do people use uh, to to describe multiple people? You all, y'all, y'all. Since we're in Texas, you might as well do that, y'all. It's Super Bowl Fifty Nine for y'all, yins, yous, and whoever else is out there. And thanks for joining us. We're live. We're going to do about an hour podcast tonight, and uh, we've been running around getting all the flavor that you crave here in Houston, Texas. Went over to the Fox uh, Big Media Gate Day today. Talked to Joe Buck, many of your favorite. Great guy. See, I don't care what people say about Joe Buck. I know Joe Buck. He's a great broadcaster. He will be one of the all-time greats when all is said and done. And he didn't just get into the business because his dad was a Hall of Fame broadcaster. It didn't hurt, but he had to actually work his way up the food chain. Talk a little to Troy Aikman, uh, my old buddy Jay Glazer, and Howie Long. Who always still looks good, man. It's unbelievable how great Howie Long looks. Miss Robin is here, still running around, setting up the camera angles, working 24-7. Well, I go to sleep early to try to make sure that I don't well, fade out. Well, somebody moved our damn cameras. Well, because it's sitting on a table, and there's a bunch of stunad media people here. What do you expect them to do? They're looking for free stuff. Well, we do. We do have some fantastic, fantastic sponsor items um, that I'm wearing one right now. My I brand know. new pair of thin optics. I know. I like them. They're like glasses. the red, white, and blue. Very, They're very patriotic. American. Yes, they are. And we've been using thin optics for years because Robin bought these for me. She found them online a couple of years ago when we're looking. Because I, you know, I'm, I'm like a lot of people. I can't. I need reading glasses, but I, I don't have any place to put them. Right. So I run around, and then I ask Robin, "Do you have a pair of pair of glasses? Because you know, when you're in a hotel or a bar or a restaurant." and they bring you the check and it's too dark and you can't see, you just pop these things on and they're right on the back of your phone and they're great. And you see my phone right here is a little slide. You just take them off, you put them in there. If you're watching us on YouTube, live, Facebook live, uh, Periscope, very simple. And they come in keychains. Yeah, too, they come in. They come in the keychain size, which is also awesome for those of you who don't want to put them on the back of your phone. Because sometimes, like with me, I have other stuff on the back of my phone, so I can't put the glasses on the back of my phone. But I keep a keychain like this. And so when we bought these, They're we became awesome. fans, and we were wearing them everywhere. And people were saying, "What are those things? What are those things?" And so when we started posting pictures of us wearing them. The people who run Thin Optics out in the Bay Area. Yeah, the fabulous like, Darren. Yeah, I didn't say, in Northern California was like, wow, I'm a big fan. You guys love Thin Optics. We bought them. And now he says he wanted to be involved with the show, so we've got something to give away. And they're helping sponsor our Radio Row coverage this week here at Super Bowl 51, and we thank them. And they got all kinds of colors, and, and they're really great because they may, you know, some people may not like the look, but I'll tell you right now, and the good thing is it doesn't matter what size you are. You can wear them frontwards and backwards. You just snap them on like that, and then you can look down and read. And, look, and it looks cool. It's pretty cool. You think I look cool Actually, with these? Actually, you know what? I can't. Even, I, I have to tell you, reading glasses are. You know, a lot of people um, are self-conscious about the reading glasses. I ha- I'm not. I'm not one of those people. But I have to say, every single time I put the thin optics on, I get comments from everybody. They're like, "Where did you get those? Those are so cool, dude. Where'd you whip those out from?" Thin optics. You can go so, to their website. Thinoptics.com. Thinoptics.com, and you can check all the stuff and order online. We're going to give some pairs away too. This week here on Radio Row. In the meantime, though, we have all kinds of great stuff coming up. The weather's been great here. We went to media night last night, which used to be media day. And uh, as per usual, it was a circus, but at least it was inside Minute Maid Park, the baseball stadium, which is right across the street. And i got to say this about Houston. This is my second Super Bowl here in Houston. 
And Houston's a great Super Bowl city for multiple reasons. The number one reason is that everything is walking distance. Reliant Stadium isn't walking distance from here. Right. That's the only, but, but most of the stadiums where they play the game aren't in downtown. But, for example, right across the street from the George Brown Convention Center, which is massive, right across the street you have Minute Maid Park where the Houston Astros play baseball. Right. And then right on the other side you got the Toyota Center where the Houston Rockets play in the NBA. It is. I mean, it's, it's, it's all right here. And then, uh, of course, NRG Stadium is not that far. The Houston Astrodome is still standing right next door. We were here for the Final Four in April. And our good buddy David Gow and all the great folks in Houston make us feel good every time we come here. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to the famous David Gow part. Friday hey, night. We don't, Friday we don't night. want the week to fly by. But Friday night, we're looking forward to our second party at the Gow Mansion. Yes. Stately Gal Actually, Mansion, you know as they what? used to say. Speaking of David Gow, he just happens to be standing in front of us. We should we should put him on. Yes, we should. David Gow, who runs Gal Media, of course, uh, SB Nation Radio, and many properties here in, in Houston, a couple radio stations. David, great to see you, man. Thanks. It's great to be with you guys. <laughs> you know, we're throwing the party just for the chance to have you come back. No, it was a great. Our buddy Luigi's not here. He didn't make the trip this time. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi drank all your alcohols, and then we had to send out for more reinforcements. It was a tragedy. People, <laughs> they got very cranky when we ran out of alcohol. I know, but that's what happens when you invite guys like Luigi. You know, he's a young guy, and he just doesn't well, know how to. Actually, anytime you invite media. Exactly, yes. Media, yeah. free food, free drink, boom, it's Media gone. knows how to have a good time. <laughs> and we're going to have a good time Friday. I'm so glad you're back. Uh, you know, there's nothing like having the Super Bowl in your hometown. Absolutely. We have loads of VIPs and athletes there, so it should be a really great week. And I was, as I was just describing how everything is close here, and this convention center is massive. And, you know, usually the NFL experience runs through Radio Road, and I think they're going to do it later in the week, but the entire first floor is all the NFL experience. So this place is it has got to be one of the biggest, and it's been here a while. This isn't a new facility, but this is one of the biggest convention centers I've ever seen. It's very spread out, and we're hardly using most of the space. Uh, so we've got a lot of good room for all of us in the media. Compare this to New York just a couple of years ago. Miserable, tight. Remember we were stepping on each mm -hmm. other? This yep. is a really great venue. Not that New York is, you know, well, there's too many people in New York. That's the problem. <laughs> we start with out. that as the basic <laughs> issue. But I think we were down in the basement of some small hotel in the middle of Times Square. It was pretty rugged. Yeah, and obviously New York's a great city, and there's so many things to do and places to go and see. And Houston's that way, too. But people come when they spend the whole week, which most people don't do. You know, you can go to the Space Center. There's so much to do. We're going to the media party tonight, which is at the Natural Science Museum, right? Are you going over to that tonight? I am not going, but uh, the Science Museum's a great venue for parties. Lots of wide open space, but also some really neat things to go. You need to walk around and mm -hmm. see the dinosaur exhibit, the stone exhibit. There are a lot of great things at that museum. There's actually a very compelling uh, butterfly exhibit. You'll walk oh, into Robin's a little garden. A big butterfly. Now, are they, are they live butterflies or dead butterflies? They are live, and they are flying all around you. Are you serious? Oh, oh, I'll be in my happy place. I don't know what it is about butterflies, but... You mentioned dinosaurs. I see every I see them in the media every year when I come back <laughs> for the Super Bowl, my old buddies, the guys who've been around a long there time. There are a like few I of them <laughs> roaming around here. Pterodactyls, uh, no doubt. But the... No, the butterfly exhibit's... Fascinating. You walk in, you walk through almost a garden, and they're all, there are thousands of butterflies of all oh. different colors floating all around. I am going to be, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, ever since I was a little kid, butterflies have just, I'm flutterbys. You know, I was just, I've been fascinated well, by Robin them. Robin and I were in Key West a couple yeah. years ago. They have a butterfly museum there, too. Oh, okay. And you walk through it, and, they're, and, you, and it's, it's tropical, it's yeah. beautiful. 
So we're looking forward to the butterfly today. So one of my, I'm not wearing them right now. I do have them with me, so I'll have to wear them so you can see them. Um, Tony bought me a pair of uh, earrings that are these amazing, vibrant blue, and everybody thinks that it's some kind of a stone, but it actually, they, they're butterfly wings, and they are harvested because butterflies don't live that long. Um, there's an artist that harvests the wings once the butterflies have passed, and she makes jewelry out of them. So oh, yeah, cool. so she's not butchering ah, butterflies yeah. for the big jewelry. No, <laughs> don't do that. No, Can't do, do not kill no. a butterfly. No, they, but they don't live very long anyway. Um, and she contracts out, and mm. and it's help. It's to help conserve. So a lot of part of the money that she she receives for the jewelry goes towards butterfly conservatory. Exactly. So. Okay, I can't believe we're talking butterflies. How did this happen? I thought this was a sports show. You're a legitimate <laughs> sports show host. We're You're Tony we're Bruno. But we're giving some of the local flavor. A I little mean, that's local the one flavor. Thing about no, now we've got to talk barbecue if you want to go oh, local flavor. Absolutely. Now, you had barbecue at your last party. That was I heard there's a different theme, though, this Friday night, right? Oh, I can't keep up. But I think it's Mexican this year. Uh, no. No, I it's heard a, Italian. It's Italian. Maybe in your honor. Maybe, but yeah. If it's it, Italian, you're, I'm there. You're right. Last time it was barbecue, and we are known for barbecue. Houston actually has an extraordinary array of restaurants. Oh, we absolutely. We do very, very well with food. Yeah, it's a great town. We and love as it. you know, I think we're rated the fattest city in America. Really? I thought Philly was the fattest city well, in America. Well, I think we're certainly neck and neck. You oh, got those cheesesteaks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, David, now obviously SB Nation is, is a huge – and one of the things about our media – with the digital stuff happening, is a lot of blogs like SB Nation and Deadspin and Bleacher Report, all of these places have become huge, huge sources for not just information, but for comments, comments, uh, stories that you don't see in, in mainstream media or in your newspapers, and it's exploding, and SB Nation is one of those uh, sites. Yeah, we're delighted to be in partnership with SB Nation. They are the number five sports media site in the country in terms of total traffic. They're a great partner for us for a few reasons, but one is they have so many riders across the country, 300 sites by team, so on every locale, every sport, anything that takes place. If the big story is the Atlanta Falcons, we have an SB Nation rider in Atlanta who can come on the air and make an on-air contribution. So we love the partnership with them. They're really a, a very impressive company. They are, as you noted, a site where lots of... Uh, new voices are coming in and mm -hmm. connecting with audiences. There's a very high engagement level. You don't have someone like a Peter Gammons who's been 70 years and maybe 180 years in media. Mm -hmm. You have a bunch of uh, fresh voices, and that's uh, reflected on the SB Nation sites. No, it's great, and that's the future of our, of our industry, not just on the air, over the air, but in digital media, too, which is exploding, and that's what people, when they say to me, when they say you're doing a podcast, I don't get that, and that's the older generation folks. But they use digital media now for TV, whatever they do. You know, they're on their phone. That's all digital media, and that's the future. There will always be terrestrial radio, but digital medium on demand when you want it, that go back and listen to something if you miss it. That's the future of everything we consume now as, 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 a, as a world, not just as a nation. Well, it was fascinating. At a lunch today, we were talking about the last time the Super Bowl was in Houston, the famous Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction. Exactly. Oh, I was here that for that. Was that that one, was what yes. everybody remembered. Yeah. There was actually a very good football game that <laughs> day as well. Patri I don't remember that. Patriots over the Panthers and a close one. Right. But that was 2004. And at the lunch today, we were talking about how different the world is between 2004 and 2017 and social media being the biggest. There's Absolutely. nothing that doesn't get reported 
real time, and it's out. If there's an embarrassing picture of yourself, you will have to live with it now. 2004, you might have gotten away with it. Exactly. Well, Janet Jackson didn't get away with it, and you're right. It's well, uh, th that that was planned. <laughs> yeah. You think that was fixed? Oh, absolutely. You think so? We uh, can't yes. say that on the podcast, Robin. We're in a very, very I religious town here. Every time my girl's bra falls out, I mean, it just unfolds. She said it was a an accident. I mean, are you saying it was intentional? I mean, I'm saying that that was calculated. I I looked at because when it was the whole the whole hoopla about it, you could see like it was almost like they had exactly planned. It was a uh, it was Justin Timberlake, right? It wasn't yes, I yeah. believe it was Justin mm -hmm. Timberlake. And when you see the interaction between the two, it doesn't. There's no shock value. Like they don't. They're not shocked when it happened. But no. the good thing is we've progressed because now people do it intentionally all the time. That's right. That's now part of it. Miley Cyrus. I mean, it's all about shock value now. That's right. It's and become so fashionable. Exactly. Like we're going to find out what Lady Gaga is going to do at the halftime of this year's Super Bowl. It may be a bigger malfunction. We'll We'll see. You think she does something? Uh, she's kind of classed it up, though. Yeah, I'm not saying crude or like I'm not that. saying crude or profane, but she's going to do something that, I mean, all of these shows—they're they're a big deal. They're a big yes. deal. There are people who just watch the Super Bowl who are not sports fans to see the halftime mm -hmm. show. I feel like ever since she teamed up with Tony Bennett, she's classed it up a little bit, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Well, I think that might have been a, a very a good direction. A larger audience. I mean, you make yourself more popular. You know, you don't just want the 18 to 22-year-old girls who scream. You mm -hmm. want everybody that you can get. And and she's obviously such an amazing talent mm -hmm. that she can do the standards and she mm -hmm. can do classics and her current stuff. Yeah. Talking with David Gow, the CEO, the, the muckety-muck, the, the grand poobah. What are some of the other titles on your business card, David? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> all it means, people like to think that the organization works for me. It's actually the other way around. <laughs> I work for the organization. Uh, it's a nonstop job. You know, media never stops. Right. And so when a talent says something unfavorable on the air or somebody's unhappy about some matter, I'm always the one who gets to hear well, about of course. it. Now, I have to say something that uh, I'm sure that you've heard this before, and I'm not trying to stroke your ego or anything like that, but... Um, I've now spoken to several different people who have who have worked with you or are hoping to work with you or have come in contact with you in one way or another, and every single one of them says the same thing, that they that you are a refreshing uh, CEO program. You know uh, that that you treat radio differently than the way radio has become in many different. Uh, businesses now like different different stations different um corporations that you are looking at it differently well thank you i mean i'd love to think so i will say uh, i have a passion for the media i love audio content i love the storytelling that a tony bruno does on the air it's really enriching i've always had a passion for the media it's not an easy business as you no. know and so uh it's always a balance between what you'd love to do and what you can afford to do and and how to make the company work within the context of your passions. But we are uh, we are growing and doing well. It's been a, a, a long road, uh, but our company, Espionation Radio, has grown its affiliate base pretty significantly over the last few years. Uh, we're now reaching over 500 radio stations with both our long-form shows and our sports updates. And so we are reaching audiences across the country, and, and that's really satisfying and rewarding. Well, it's great to see you, and we appreciate you uh 
being a part or hang, letting us hang out with you. I'll hang like out with you guys, but <laughs> just as long as you come to my party <laughs> Friday. Absolutely. Are you they kidding would, me? Yes. Now, would miss it. David, do you do you require reading glasses every now and then? Oh, um, yes, I do. Unfortunately, uh, now when I read, I must. So now well, we have our one we of have our sponsors, Thin Optics. Have you seen these? These are no, the I don't greatest know about invention these. ever. So they go on the back of your phone. So like you just put this on the back of your phone and you uh, slide it. That in. is fantastic. So you're in a restaurant, right? What do you do? You always you have to reach, reach, and if you don't have your glasses, you just pull these right out. Or if you're like Tony, he used to borrow mine that I kept in yeah, my purse, say, but oh, I had like I little rhinestones on them, or they'd be pink or <laughs> <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> that doesn't work. So we're going to give you. A, you'll have the first official pair of thin yes. optics reading glasses. I, I'll be. I'll get you the color well, that you want. I would love a pair because you all are telling the story of my wife and me. She always has to bring the glasses. I don't want to take glasses to a restaurant. I don't have a purse in right. which to put exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. It does not make sense for me to take glasses, and I always have to borrow hers. And if she's not there, then I'm just out of luck. Mm. And the last piece of this that's just so almost embarrassing is I have ordered food. I didn't know what I was ordering. I just said that meal to <laughs> yeah, a restaurant. You can't I didn't want it. darker in a restaurant. Yeah. And, and then, of course, I've had to write a tip without real knowledge of what the balance of the bill was, and I just went with it, put something in, and, and left. Oh. So I probably well, over-tipped. Now, does your wife wear reading glasses as well? She does. I know we'll have to give you now two. Now, are you the then. same prescription? Well, these are all, these are these are they different prescriptions well, now? Well, they're, they're usually, it's interesting because because of the way they work, You these are 2.0. They're 2.0? These are the ones that they sent us were 2.0, but if the, if you need something else, we can always no, get those. No, that's We're both 2.0, oh, actually. Perfect. Wow. Wow, look at that. See, we were just meant to be <laughs> so romantic. But see, the thing, the thing is really cool about them is if you are a little bit different, you can just place them differently on your yeah, nose. Yeah, so they fit on your nose and, and then, then just move their way down if you want them to be all the way at the end. And then you can slightly adjust them depending on what you really you look down and boom, everything looks, you can read. Well, you know that uh, my wife, this is not the nicest thing she's ever said, but she thinks that her losing her eyesight, nearsight, uh, up close is God's gift to her. You know, I'm not as handsome as I used to be up close, <laughs> so it's just a little better. Things got a little fuzzy, I've and that works out very well. That way. That, that's, that's what happens to most people, because if you don't need glasses when you're younger, the chances are eventually you're going to need reading glasses, and you lose the vision up close. Up close. And you'll see people with bifocals. or These are just really easy. They're lightweight, and they're you and know what? Uh, we're, Maybe we're I happy to have them as a I part I shouldn't of wear my glasses that often. Not in the bedroom. <laughs> no, 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 exactly, exactly. You can wear them at a restaurant, but not when you get home in the dark <laughs> of the night. David, thanks so much for coming Great on. Great to be with we'll you all. You Good to see you again. Here. David Gow, ladies and gentlemen, CEO of Gow Media, SB Nation Radio, and a couple of other great radio stations here in, uh, in the Houston market, including... Uh, 97.5 ESPN Radio, broadcasting right next to us here. We got the ABC station nearby. We got Yahoo Sports. We got everybody's around here. And, and of course, Nickelodeon right behind us, Robin. I know. I haven't seen anybody over there yet. I know. I wonder who's working for them. I should be on Nickelodeon Sports, though. That's, that's one network I haven't worked for. They should have some sort of a part-time gig for me over there, don't you think? I agree. I agree. Now, some other things have been going on, obviously, other than the Super Bowl. We're going to keep it local. Of course, uh, you know, the San Francisco 49ers making news where they hire a new a general manager this week. A guy who's going into the Hall of Fame probably, if not this weekend, very, very soon. John Lynch, the former defensive back, is going to be the GM there. You've got uh, Michael Vick announcing this week that he will officially announce his NFL retirement. Where? Of course, at a Super Bowl party with Gucci Mane. Now, I don't know whether that counts officially because in the mm. NFL – you have to sign paperwork to announce that you've officially retired from the league. I don't know if the paperwork will be signed at actually at this club here in Houston. The club is called Groobs with Gucci Mane Saturday night, 
So if you want, I got a couple extra, a couple extra hundred bucks to drop. You can go and hang out with Michael Vick, who last played in 2015 with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But of course, because the Atlanta Falcons are in the Super Bowl, it becomes, you know, I guess more fitting because obviously he started his career and had some great, unbelievable seasons with the Atlanta Falcons before then he had the dog incident, then went to the Philadelphia Eagles and the last couple of years of his career going around from team to team. But he last played in 2015. Michael Vick's going to retire in the best place possible in the club. I'm going to have to bust out some 50 in his honor. We'll do it later on in the week when we get uh, closer to the Super Bowl. Now, Tony, um, I just got a text message um, that we... From we, Mark Teixeira? No. Oh, no, I'm sorry. From the fabulous Jen Sherlock, yep. who is bringing a very important person over to see us uh, right now. Somebody with free alcohol? No, but some, <laughs> it is one of my favorite, favorite all-time movies, uh, sports movies. Oh, I was going to say, not uh, what's the one? Uh, not the Notebook. Uh, that wasn't one. That's not even on my top fifty. It's it's like the quintessential chick flick, isn't yeah, it? The well, Notebook. But I mean, you know, I'm not like into huge chick. I, I like some chick flicks, but isn't Sherrick like Rick, Rick Rick Grimes in the Notebook from Walking Dead? Isn't See, he in that I movie? Even, I don't think I've ever even watched. I think the he notebook. is. I think what's-his-name is in the, in the Notebook. I don't even know what his name is. Anybody listening who can tell me who is, the, who is the lead in the Notebook, you can, uh, you can tweet us, at Tony Bruno Show. Now, I still sound like I'm sick, but I'm not. I'm actually getting better. I'm uh, taking heavy medication. What do they call it? Uh, not prescription grade. It's above that. Uh, yeah, prescription grade. No, there's one th- so the ultimate grade, like weapons grade. <laughs> weapons. I'm taking weapons grade. It's nuclear. Nuclear Nuclear grade. narcotics. I went to NASA right down the street here in Houston at the space se- station, at the space center, and they sent it down from the actual uh, space station. There are a couple of astronauts, you know, who've been on the space, sta- uh, the International Space Station who have been making the rounds yes, here on Radio I know. Row. I know. I saw one of them. She had her um, her NASA blue suit on. Yeah, that's cool. i got to get one of Cover- those NASA. Are they coveralls? I don't know what they're called. It's a uniform, but you know they're an astronaut because oh, they're wearing yeah. the blue thing. Because it has the, the, the little spaceship on the side, exactly. and it has the stars. And you know what I didn't download, though? We've got to download it, Robin, and I don't have it loaded in my system. What's that? When we bring our next guest on here in a few moments. Oh. The actual soundtrack. Can you find ah. that in there? Let me see if I can find it really plugged quick. In. I can do it on here, but I don't know if I can play it from here. Let me no, fi- you can't play it from that one. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. But, um... It's okay. We're live on yeah, Radio Row. We are Row. actually live right now. So and people are watching us all over the world on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube. What else, Robin, are they watching us on? Um, Facebook, Periscope, and YouTube. Exactly. And now I am being handed, ladies and gentlemen, the official Super Bowl live auction program. Woo! Because there's a lot of great sports paraphernalia that will be auctioned off this weekend here. And all for charity. Well... Is all of it for charity or just some of it for charity? Some of it's for charity. But joining us right now, ladies and gentlemen, even if you're not a Notre Dame fan, which some of you may not be, chances are you were inspired by this man. There I have a is. lot of great friends. Mike Golick, my good buddy, who's going to be on the show later on this week. Here it is, the theme song. You remember, remember, you, remember you ever watch this movie, Robin? Uh, yeah, like this is one of, like, one of those movies that you doesn't matter if you catch it. Um, halfway through, if it's on, you watch the rest of it. Do you cry during Rudy? I will cry within the first 30 seconds. Do you cry as much as Chuck Schumer's been crying the last couple of days? I cry. I mean, it's it's one of those movies where you 
like you've seen it once and I bawled my eyes out the first time and then now you just cry no matter when. And the man, ladies and gentlemen, who was the inspiration for this movie is with us right now. With his actual, is that the actual Notre Dame helmet? Rudy Rudiger, ladies and gentlemen. Rudy, how are you, buddy? Let's move Rudy's mic on, Robin. Oh, that would oh, there, we go. We there, go, there we go. There we go. There we go. Thanks. It's good to be here. First of all, let me see that Very jersey because I want to hold it up. The actual jersey. This right. is the this is your actual Notre Dame jersey. Yes. Game worn. Game worn one time in a game. Let me smell it. Is it? Smell it. Did Not much action. Twenty-seven does it, does seconds. It, does it count? Does it count if it, if it doesn't have body odor on it and yeah, stuff? Yeah, only no played sweat? twenty-seven seconds. So it's you know, because in Japan they, they, they sell this stuff like women's underwear. They sell it like right away in vending machines. Is that right? Oh, yeah, it's kind of creepy yeah. actually. Yeah. It's really cre they are creepy over there like well, that. I don't they know like if I want to go there, coach. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't smell. Has yeah. this been cleaned? Is it okay if you clean it? Yeah, no. No. Actually, I the game. It's a game worn <laughs> uni. Uniform. The, the managers actually presented this to me because there was no name on the jersey when I played. Uh huh. They put the name oh, on right. the jersey, and they also presented my helmet to me after the. That's so uh, cool. And so this is going to be auctioned off. Yes. Oh, uh, it says Irish on the front, so you know it's yeah. official. Yeah. But it's got look some at, wear look, and tear. Well, you have a small head, Rudy. Well, look inside. Oh, it's got the the, the netting. The you the netting. don't see that anymore. No. See, see the name, Rudiger, and see the uh, when they restore the helmet. So you can wear it another year. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> now I, I don't. This won't fit on my head. That this this. It should. You think it should? Should yeah. can I put it on? Well, you yeah. know what I think. You know why I think it looks smaller, Tony? Is it doesn't have all the padding that the right. helmets do nowadays. Right. I mean, it was a lot yeah. more dangerous. No, it's got like it, yeah. it's it's got like netting in it. Yeah, right it's not it's yeah. not the same type of padding. Your your, your brain rattled a lot. Yeah. My yeah. brain's been rattled many times, and I didn't <laughs> even play football. Let me try to put this on here. Uh, it's not going to fit. Well, Tony, you do have an abnormally large head. Oh, Tony's uh, trying. Seriously, right, Tony, that's, you're nice. That's about the best I can do. <laughs> there we go. I'm wearing, I am wearing Rudy's helmet from Notre Dame days. <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> you can't, can't get, get it off. off. <laughs> Good God. How many people can say they've worn Rudy's helmet from Notre Dame, Robin? Oh. M me and you. <laughs> that's about it. I'm the only person that's put this on this week, Rudy. There was one other player before me. I got his helmet. His name's in there. I don't can't read his name. Now you we you've been it's here a couple. hand-me-down helmet. <laughs> we've been here a couple of days. Obviously, we've seen you here, and, and I know you when you were played at Notre Dame, you had to go through a lot. But you've been running around a lot here. Now this has been good workout, huh? Yeah, we we've <laughs> have met a lot of people, and believe it or not, what's interesting, a lot of people want to talk to you because they grew up with the movie Rudy. Absolutely, right. absolutely, it's one yeah. of the greatest sports. You know, there's <coughs> excuse me, regardless of what people say. It still is one of the greatest, you know, because there are people say, oh, you didn't really play. And, uh, right. That's an exaggerated story. What do you say to the people who, who, who talk about that stuff when they say that kind of stuff well, to you? I still love them. That's fine. They can think what they want. I know what I did. Absolutely. And there it is. There's the picture. Number 45 standing that's, there. That's the uh, game. Uh, that, that's the kickoff. Exactly. Now, that sure it, looks like you're on yeah. the field there, Mr. Rudinger, now, for those naysayers out the there. <laughs> There's the tackle. There's there it the is. Tackle. Like in the movie Invincible, my friend Vince Papali, you know, they made him look like he made a big fumble, and, and he didn't. But he's still Vince Papali, and they still made a great movie called Invincible. Did you see Invincible, Rudy? Yeah, it's a great movie. Then there's a carry-off. Then they carry you off the field. No. They nice. carried me out of the uh, media party last night. Does that count? Yes, it does count. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Rudy Rudiger. Now, of course... 
Rudy is, is the nickname, right? Because your real name is Daniel Rudiger, right? Yeah, we had, well, I'm one of 14, so we're all Rudy's. The teachers can never remember your names, and they call it Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like George, uh, George Foreman named George all his kids Form George, yeah, right? We're, we're Rudy's to the teachers. Now, yeah. is there anything about the movie that you would have liked to have seen differently? or? Well, there's a lot to a movie you cannot change, but there's a lot to a movie you can do to make it work. Uh, for you can't change a true story, right? You can't change a journey, but you can embellish it. That's the key. So we did a lot of embellishment, a lot of composites, because working with Notre Dame and Hollywood, you had to collaborate, and to get Notre Dame's okay, we had to do that. Yeah. We got a 92% rating from from the accuracy, but more importantly, the message. We developed the message. We wanted a message, so it's gonna be a movie that will last for a long time. It's a timeless story. Absolutely. Of not giving up, having a dream. Never It's not give about up. really playing. I only played 27 seconds. So it wasn't really about football. But we had to go through to play the 27 seconds. Yeah. I was in the military, in the Navy before Notre Dame. We couldn't show that in the movie. We didn't have time. Uh, okay. But I had Sean wow. Aston carry the sea bag. Uh-huh. So it did represent Okay. That. So that's where you got it. You got right. that glimpse. You got the glimpse, <laughs> right. And, uh, so all those little moments that we created... We had to do some embellishment to make it work. Now, your relationship with your father, was it p fairly accurately portrayed in that it was somewhat strained? Well, here, here was awesome about Ned Beatty. He had eight children, and he was a butcher. <laughs> and he tried acting. Didn't do well, so he went back to butchering. Then he got his shot. He got a shot in a movie called Deliverance. Yes, I remember <laughs> the squealing scene. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Okay. Then it's Superman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, his career takes off, and... Now we are uh, casting for a father. I love Ned Beatty. He was a perfect, he looked like my dad, acted like my dad. Ned Beatty loved to drink beer on after he rapped for the day. He talked with everybody. He was blue collar all the way. He was a natural. So he was good. Sean Astin was in a movie called Goonies. Mm -hmm. I saw yep, yep. He was chasing a dream. And then Goonies from that, he, you know, uh, all the other movies, Encino Man and Memphis Bell is what really kind of engaged me because my dad was uh, uh, on the B-17 bombers and he was right where my dad would be in that B-17 bomber. So all those connections after 10 years of going out to Hollywood, then I had to get Notre Dame's approval once we got Notre Dame's approval. Then after we had 48 hours to get Notre Dame's approval. But that was after Notre Dame told me never to walk on campus to talk about the movie again. <laughs> and there was a mailman in Santa Monica, California, helped me find the writer of Hoosiers so he can write Rudy. So all these stories. But now, but you're, I mean, they, they love you at Notre Dame, right? I mean. The people, yeah. The administration loves me. And, and what's interesting, when you go there to do book signings, People always, you know, they want how was the movie made. So we're doing a documentary. They're making a Rudy now to show you how the movie was made. Oh, Beautiful. Very cool. So we're excited about that. Now, when we were talking the other day when I first met you, uh, you were talking about you have a relationship with Temple University, my alma mater yeah, in Philly, right? Yeah, you bet. You know, uh, Dr. Ray Coughlin, uh, math professor there, uh, one of his kids came up said, I'm going to drop your class. And Dr. Ray says, okay, but before you drop, you go home and watch the movie Rudy. Now. If you don't like the movie, you come back, I'll let you drop the class. The kid became one of his best students. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's, see, you see the power of movies in our lives, Robin? Especially inspirational movies. Exactly. Because I'm, I'm when I watch a movie, 
I, I'm not. I'm not ashamed, ashamed to admit it. I listen, cry. Listen, when I saw Rocky, it inspired me. I wanted to meet Sylvester Stallone, so I wrote him a letter in 1982. I got a beautiful letter back. Got my cup of tea. <laughs> so in 1993, I'm on a jet plane going from L.A. to Las Vegas to promote Rudy uh -huh. Cliffhanger. Sleep is in Seattle. Look who's talking now. Last action hero. And on that plane was John Travolta and Sylvester Stallone. My time now. I'm going to tell her, hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now Remember you me? me? <laughs> what happened was he wanted to meet me after the whole thing. I flew home with him. We had a great conversation. Then they did an article on Stallone uh, uh, and Cigar Aficionado, and they asked him, how do you want to be remembered? He said, I want to be remembered. I don't want to be dogmatic, pregnant. I just want to be remembered like my friend Rudy I met from Notre Dame. He was a pain in the butt in a positive way. <laughs> That's the legacy. That's why they respect you, because of that. You don't give up. Exactly. Well, the helmet that I hold here and the jersey, the Rudy Rudiger game worn from that game in 1975. It was November 8th, I believe, right? November 8th. 1975. 27 seconds left. And it's going and it's going to be uh, and Hunt Auctions, which is a, a Philly-based company I as well, right? I can't believe you're auctioning it off. I mean, yeah, I well, you know, uh, <gasps> it's doing for good. It's exactly. giving it That's back amazing. to the fans. So explain because it's going to happen. The live auction is going to be February fourth at eleven a.m., which is Saturday, right? Is it's that Saturday? Saturday yes. Uh, That's this Saturday, Super yeah. Bowl Saturday, live auction at eleven a.m. At the NFL Experience, right down here in the convention center. Correct. And uh, and there's going to be an unbelievable amount of memorabilia. In fact, this entire program that I have here that Rudy has on the other side, the stuff that's in there is unbelievable. But if you're a Notre Dame fan, especially, this is oh, something just that's going to. Or a Rudy fan, or a, or a Rudy fan, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be Notre Dame. To, uh, but you know, Notre Dame—it's got Irish on there. I mean, even if you're, uh, even if you're, we, we could take Irish off. Can you take that <laughs> off of there? No, no, you don't want to take that off. This is the Golden Dome, man. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And everybody has a little bit of Irish in you. I have Listen. a Golden Dome, but it's usually not until the summer when the weather warms up and we put some but a lot me, of sunscreen there. Let me ask you something, Robin. Yes. yes. You said you got emotional when you saw the movie. The movie meant something to you. It did. It, it, did. it wasn't about football, Notre Dame. Right. No, right. I mean, like, and I... And that's why th this helmet means something to somebody. I think so. I think that it was, it was, it's the, it's one of those top ten... Number movies three. about about the well, I mean, I'm I'm being right because that there's so many movies out there from the beginning yeah, of time, but yeah. like those top ten movies where somebody that's either coming from behind, the yeah. underdog, the person that says you're never going to be able to do this, you're never ever going to amount to anything, and he and even though you know you didn't become the star quarterback, you it. You portrayed, you don't have to be the number one to be correct. able to achieve your correct. dreams. That's correct. And that's a great message. Try your best, forget the rest. Contribute, and mm -hmm. you'll be great. Like the President of the United States in 1994 called and wanted to watch the movie Rudy in the White House. So we took the movie to the That White would be House. Bill Clinton at the time, yeah, right? Yeah, he, he was an underdog, he felt. So he wanted to watch an underdog movie. One of the girls that worked on our set went back to Washington after the movie wrapped, met uh, the First Lady's brother, got engaged. We were talking at dinner one night about an underdog movie. She did. She said, oh, let's bring that to the White House. So we went to the White House, watched the movie Rudy, and the White House with 59 of his friends. Beautiful. Not the underdog movie. That was terrible. That was a right, bad uh, movie right. about a cartoon character. I mean, yeah. seriously, like, look at this. I was just talking about the movie, I'm, like, totally tearing up. I don't know what it is. 
<laughs> so this is coming up Saturday. Now, do you, ha- you have to be – now, the auction is, is, is not an on-phone thing, too, right? It's only people who are physically here. Or you can call in during call the live in, auction. Right. But, yeah, but so right. you have to have somebody – live auctions now are all over the world, so people can be bidding – not just here live in Houston at the convention center for this. The Hunt Auction folks are out in Exton, Pennsylvania, and they do this every year, and it's a great, great thing. There's over 500 pieces of memorabilia, but the Rudy helmet and the Rudy game-worn jersey, and it smells good, too. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, probably probably no Febreze on there. It's, yeah. it's, you know, after a while, I think smells just dissipate. Now, did they yeah. ask you to sign this, or, you, uh, or has that changed the value? You know, I'm not sure how we're going to do that. Yeah, that's a good because people. It's probably up to the person who won. Yeah, who won it. Yeah. If they want to, you know, there's there's people out there who want this jersey. Right. Right. They want for for their company, for an example. Exactly. They want to hang it in their company, make it the Rudy Award. Uh, They 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 want this to remind them grit and grind pays off. That's what I'm I'm sure that's who's going to get this. And and the good thing is, uh, the a lot of the proceeds are going to good causes. It's not just. Like yeah, somebody's just selling this to make right, money. Right, And, you know, there's why charities are involved. Exactly. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the purpose. There's a purpose for this. And, and there's a reason why I made the movie. There's a reason why the mailman brought me to the Angelo Pizzo's house. There's a, there's a reason why the president of TriStar Pitcher applied to Notre Dame, got turned down, and went to Michigan State as a walk-on. <laughs> now he's got $25 million. He wanted to make another sports movie like Hoosiers. <laughs> Everything's aligned. Be patient. Position yourself. Keep moving forward, just like in the net game that I played. There was no – I had no – chance of suiting up for that game because only 60 kids could dress when it would be 110 but the NCAA come in that year Mm -hmm. and cut it down to 50 60 kids what are my chances one guy one captain went in and said Rudy should dress let me dress 27 seconds left because I went to practice prepared made the tackle you don't quit on practicing or being part of something you never know when your moment's going to happen this happened now I get to speak to the world and speak constantly to companies, schools, churches, and it's a message. It it feels important to me that someone who really appreciates what this means gets this helmet in Jersey because it does mean something. I hear, see kids, I see mothers cry, I see, listen, I had an NFL former player come up to me today and said, you're my hero. He won four Super Bowls. Wow. That's pretty he amazing. was in a real dark part of his life. Changed his whole life. This movie, Kobe Bryant, the same thing. Said, because of the movie, when he was 16 years old, watch this movie over and over again. When he was in Italy with his father, his military, said that movie reminded him, don't take your talent for granted. People with no talent that keep getting up inspired him. And that's what the movie did. So you don't know who this movie inspires. A kid who carried me off the field. I'll show you the picture. Uh, one of the kids. The book's over on that. I think you have yeah, it on that side. One of the kids who carried me off right here wanted to quit Notre Dame. I inspired him to stay on the team. He dies five years ago. I had to send him a Rudy jersey to put in his coffin. That's how much it means. So there's a real meaning to wow. this. Wow. Beautiful. Well, Rudy, it's yes. a pleasure to meet you. And, and uh, Jen Sherlock, who we know, yes. does a great job. And Erica, at and Temple. Erica, no, Temple. Erica's a Temple girl. Oh, we have not met. We had not. We haven't had the pleasure yet. Robin's daughter just graduated I from did, Temple yes. and did last year. Did she have Dr. Ray Coughlin? 
<laughs> no, she did not. No, nah, she, she was, was a musical theater major. Musical theater she didn't theater care about it. My daughter's at the Boston Conservatory. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah. Beautiful. I know it well. Yes, Be good yes, for that you. lifestyle is Yeah, Robert, she takes after you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Rudy, thanks so much for coming by. We really appreciate it. And God bless you. I know a lot of people. This this thing's going to go through the roof I, I, on Saturday. Will. There's it no will. doubt There's about no it. There's no doubt about it. I mean, just the Notre Dame fans and the Rudy fans that I know are going to be bidding on this thing. So now if you want to go online and participate, you, oh, you can go. Here's the website, right? Is now it NFLauction.com? Is it, is, it is it a, what do you call an auction? Blind you, auction. Is it a blind auction, or do you, can you actually see what the bids are? Uh, so there's a lot number. It's just like any other l online auction. So do you, can you tell us what it's up to already? Around thirty, yeah, it's starting around thirty thousand. And obviously, 30. when we get to the actual auction day on on Saturday at oh, eleven a.m., that's when it all goes crazy. Unfortunately, it's, it's a little out of my league right now, but I definitely want a picture with it. <laughs> hey, and and people, if they want to text me, I, I could send them a little software that they can get involved with, how to position yourself and build relationships. It's uh, 385-498-1515. Just text Rudy, and uh, we'll text you back. What's the number again, Rudy? It's uh, 385-498-1515, and text Rudy. Text Rudy, R-U-D-Y, yeah. and uh, Rudy will personally uh, respond and uh, give you some information. Rudy, thanks so much, buddy. It's hey, good to you see guys, you. I'm glad we... We got to do that. Yes, Absolutely. I am so I was happy. wondering if we're going to get on your show. Yes. Well, we weren't live yesterday. I was okay. dead yesterday. <laughs> yeah. We're live today. All right. We're glad you came back, though. Well, to keep see the us. book, and you could uh, well, browse through you. that. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Rock and roll. And, and, and I want to take a picture. With the jersey, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we have so it. We are. Did you so get no, a picture of the helmet on your head? Yeah, we have, it on, we have we it on have camera. It on, I oh, definitely okay. we should get another one. Now, for I'm those not putting the helmet on again. No. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> you looked, and, and your nose was all snooped up. It was <laughs> priceless. What size is that helmet? You it's know? a seven. So now I like, I'm like a seven and nine I eight. was six and seven eighths in college. Really? That you grow. I had a lot yeah. of hair. Yeah, y your head gets bigger as you get older. Exactly. I or didn't as you know become that. more popular. <laughs> Something like that. Rudy Rudiger, ladies and gentlemen, let's give him. Let me give you a roaring round of applause here with our simulated studio audience right. that we bring with us all the time. Let me see where I can find it. Now, I can't see. i got to put my – that's why I have my thin optic glasses on here. So you put these on oh, wow. so you don't have to put glasses on, and then you can see. <sighs> and then you can say, let's give Rudy a roaring round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> When the audience isn't there, you bring the audience with you. Thanks so much, Thank man, you. Rudy. God bless you guys. God Thank bless you. you, too. Rudy Rudiger, ladies and gentlemen. Phenomenal. Wow. The crowd just won't stop. The crowd won't stop. Listen to him. Rudy. 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 <laughs> now, I do. I, Tony, you, can you keep talking for a second while, um, while I get to take a picture with Absolutely, him? Absolutely, Rob, and that's what I do. <laughs> We were gonna just go have dead air here and just play a song. I'll play an Agata de Vida and get up. <laughs> I could play some NFL music though. How about if I play a little John Pacenda, The Autumn Wind? The Autumn Wind is a pirate. <laughs> blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along. Swaggering boisterously. boisterously. His face yeah. is weather beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. 
How great is Jefferson? As he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. One. The greatness that is. The late, great John Facenda. The voice of NFL films for so many years. And, of course, the Raiders in the news again today because Sheldon Adelson, the big multi-gazillionaire in Las Vegas, who runs uh, a lot of the casinos out there, was supposed to be the main guy to build a new stadium. I know. I thought it was done deal. No, that thing keeps falling apart. It was like the old uh, the Los Angeles situation. From I ran into Sam Farmer, the L.A. Times writer, who I, I jokingly was talking about, what are you going to do now, Sam? Sam was the guy who, year after year, was always talking about the NFL is going to have a stadium, and then he would show all the mock-ups of all these proposals for stadiums right. that somebody was going to build yes. so that the team would move to L.A. So they finally got two teams now. I said to Sam, I said, so now what, Sam? What are you going to write about? You are the stadium guy in L.A., and now the Raiders I read recently, or just a few minutes ago before we came on, that the Las Vegas thing isn't totally dead, but Sheldon Adelson was going to be one of the big money guys who was going to put up to build this stadium in Las Vegas so the Raiders could move. Now the Raiders who have been trying to stay in Oakland, but they're not going to build a new stadium, and taxpayers don't want to pay for it, which I don't blame them. But now there's a report that the Raiders may think about moving to San Diego, which just lost a football team because they have an old, decrepit stadium that's not really suitable, sort of like the Raiders stadium right now right. is in Oakland. I don't get it. So I don't know what's going to happen there. I mean, you know me. I love the Raider fans and the Raider Nation. We go to the black hole, and those people are diehard. And if they lose, if Oakland loses the Raiders and California loses two of its three NFL teams, and the Rams were here and then they left and came back, but it's going to be really bizarre to see the Raiders leave again. Then they moved to L.A. and we talked to Howie Long today. He was, you know, he said a lot of people don't remember him being a Raider. I mean, that's right. how time passes. But the real Raider fans remember the Los Angeles Raiders, you know, when they won the Super Bowl with Howie mm -hmm. Long and those guys. But the Raiders will always be the Oakland Raiders well, to me. Well, like my dad, my dad growing up in uh, Redlands, California, in the Los Angeles Basin, he remembers the Los Angeles Rams. That's That was his team growing up. And then they disappeared forever. And then when he moved up to the Bay Area, he became a Niners fan. Well, of course, because Joe Montana was there, and every, right. every jump, any, every front runner jumped but on the bandwagon. he was never a Raiders fan. Even because the Raiders were in L.A. after the Rams, and he was down there. He I never hate to became, do it. I hate to do it to your dad, Robin, out there in Phoenix, Arizona. I know. He never, he never became, um, he never became a Raiders fan. He stayed true, like because he couldn't, he couldn't change. But here's the bigger question: Is he a Niner fan now? How many Niner fans are still on the bandwagon now? Well, I know that he's not an Arizona Cardinal fan. Well, there aren't any Arizona Cardinal fans. No, no they are. I'm just kidding. we got friends in Arizona. No, we always think, joke around about that. I think out of all the teams, he is still, he's still a Niner fan, but he's not an avid Niners fan. But that's kind of a Niners fan MO, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're like big fans when they're good. and. It's the greatness yes. of the Raiders. We want to thank Rudy for coming on and, of course, David Gal. I got to do my San Francisco hit at the top of the hour at six o'clock here, Pacific uh, uh, Central Time, uh, and that of course would be uh, four o'clock in the West, seven o'clock in the East. As we got to get all the time. What time is that Mountain Time? I guess because they're they're still in Mountain Time now. Is Arizona still in Mountain Time? Or are they yeah they're in Mountain Time now, right? Yes. 
So it's, it's two hours difference. So it would be 6 o'clock Central Time, 5 o'clock Mountain Time, and 4 o'clock Pacific Time with Damon Bruce on uh, 95.7 The Game. So I'll do that hit live here from Radio Row coming up at the top of the hour. Tomorrow we were going to do expanded Radio Row live action with the best guests, the fun, the frivolity, all the other good stuff that happens every year at, at Super Bowl. Now, before before we go, did you want to play the one? Um, yeah, let's play a little Joe Buck. Okay, hold on a second. Let me let me. Rob's got to find it because we we went on to uh, the the Fox had their big, uh, the network that does the Super Bowl every year. They have their one media day where they invite all the media in. And last year, of course, it was uh, CBS. Was it CBS last year or was it uh, NBC? Whatever it was. So if it's NBC, they bring in Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth and and Michelle Tafoya and all their people, sideline reporters and. All the studio people, they come out, they get up and talk. They brought in the Fox robot this year because Fox is there. They had some guy dressed up in a football suit robot outfit. And then Joe Buck and, and uh, all the guys, Jimmy Johnson was there. Everybody on the Fox NFL Sunday show. And, of course, Troy Aikman, uh, Aaron Andrews, all the Fox people who were involved in the broadcast were there. And then after they get up and talk, they sit at tables, and the media folks get down. And usually it's a group thing because there's so many people, everybody's just sticking microphones in. So I've learned over the years that you wait till the end, and usually if you know the guys, like I know these guys, fortunately, they'll wait around and they'll do a little one-on-one. So I sat down next to Joe Buck, and a couple other media people were talking to him about his dad, the late, great Jack Buck, and he was talking about that. And then I waited patiently, and I finally had a chance to uh, talk to Joe, ask him a couple questions. And not the normal, hey, who's going to win, Joe? You know, because what's he going to tell you? You know, so and they're not allowed to make predictions anyway. So we had a little interesting conversation. And uh, is that ready to play right now, Robin? Uh, just about. I am almost there, Tony. Uh, I apologize. because That's okay, because Robin now is doing, trying a first ever, a video and audio stream that was recorded earlier today. And we're now going to play it so you can see it and hear it on the video and audio stream. At the same time, man. And it is going to be here just as I I'm can. vamping as much as I can. I know. Robin. Well, here's the problem is because the, the video and the audio were taken separately. Um, I am just hoping that we get, uh, it, it might be a little bit off as far as. Is sync, you mean? So it would be like one of those uh, Japanese subtitle movies where the mouth's <laughs> yeah, moving, exactly. but it's not the same words coming exactly. out of the mouth. So this is what we're going to do, and we're going to see if it works. So here we go. Stop. Joe, cu- Cub reporter Tony Bruno. How yes, are you? hi Tony. How are you? Chicago Cub reporter. No, I, I got it. Yeah, I got it. How are you, man? Good to see you. Man. Good to see you. Now, I heard you talking about your dad. Now, not only did I meet your dad a long time ago, but your uncle Bob Buck was in Philly for a long, long time. Yeah, he was a piece of work, uh, and actually really, really talented. But uh, you know, I, I come from a long line of uh, of announcers, and I'm. I'm honored to carry on the tradition. Let's say that. So is this fun for you? I mean, the Super Bowls are a big deal. You've done a bunch of them, but does it get old? No, I mean, I think it gets kind of silly sometimes. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know that anybody really cares about my deepest, darkest secrets and my, my innermost thoughts about doing the Super Bowl. But um, it's fun and, and, you know, maybe shedding a little light on what we try to do during the course of a broadcast has some value, but um, I'm just excited for whenever it happens that they actually kick a football off and somebody tackles somebody. One of the things that's bizarre, because you're talking about how it's changed with social media and stuff and fans, well, will you get the 
fans or Atlanta fans who are saying you're rooting for the Patriots or the Patriots, will you get that even in a Super Bowl? Because I know you deal with it everywhere you go. The fan base of the team that you happen to be doing that Sunday, either one, always feels that the announcers, because they're not the local guys, are rooting against their team. Right. It's just it's it's a simple, kind of obvious phenomenon, but I'm sure I will get that, especially from the side that loses. I think the side that wins, they really don't care at the end of the day, but when you're jumping and screaming that the Atlanta Falcons win the Super Bowl, the New England Patriots win the Super Bowl, the other side hates you because you're the messenger. So uh, I've, I've pissed off half the crowd, half the audience for 20-plus years. Those people pile up. But uh, you got to do your job down the middle. And if they really step back and listen to it objectively, you'd hear the same volume for Team A as Team B, but that's just not the way the world works. Is, there, is, is Philly the, the, the one city of all that seems to have the more hate for you, especially when there's a Cowboy-Eagle game? Because the Eagle fans are, you know, me great growing up in Philly, there's that sense of, well, they haven't won a Super Bowl, so therefore they always feel they're being picked on. Yeah, I no. They're, to answer your question, no. I think the San Francisco baseball Giants fans are in a category all their own. <laughs> the Philly, the Northeastern fans – Philly, New York, Boston, they'll get on you, but if you interact with them a little bit, they'll pat you on the back and buy you a drink. San Francisco is a little different. So uh, I don't mind that. I'm glad they know I'm there. I'm glad they care, thank God. And, you know, I, I almost don't even take it personally because if it's not me, it'll be the next guy that they say hates their team, whether it's Philly, San Francisco, New York, whatever because you have to get excited for the other side, and fans don't like hearing that. Last thing, and then people will ask, and I'm sure you've addressed it, but the rings, because you know, that's what people, they watch, and they want to see what you're wearing, and, what you, and you have the rings. This, I'm married. Right, I know that. And this one, uh, I haven't told many people this, but I'll tell you, Tony, uh, this is my I-need-to-lose-10-pounds ring, <laughs> so that let's say this is a beer, and I lift this to my mouth, I go, oh, I need to lose 10 pounds. Or, hey, it's chicken parm. And it tastes so good. And it tastes so good. I put it down because I need to lose 10 pounds. But it's the same exact ring as the wedding band. No, 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 it's not. I'm sorry. Same color. Oh, I thought it was the same color. I mean, this is like getting behind Willy Wonka's chocolate. This is like Oompa Loompa material right here. This This is the kind of stuff that people don't know about that we find out yeah it's really exciting stuff no because from you know from a distance it looks like it's the same ring but this is a real wedding ring right and this is one that you this is one that you could find in a like at a red robin (laughs) really yeah i've never seen a a rubber band that small where it's uh it's it's uh like a surfer's ring a workout ring because you can lift with it you can surf with it although i don't surf uh, that it's and it's comfortable. I don't even know what's on. So therefore, the whole idea of I need to lose ten pounds, and I don't even know it's on. So it doesn't really work. You should, you should have an endorsement deal for this. You know how many people would buy that? Well, yeah. I mean, I could do a little bit more. Like I could paint my nail a different <laughs> color, or that would be more effective. But this is what I've gone with. Always good to see you, Joe. Thanks. Nice to see you, Tony. The great Joe Buck. You're not getting that kind of inside the rings. It's like going inside the ring in boxing, except we went inside the ring with Joe Buck. How great is Joe Buck, Robin?
He's awesome. Not because I know ah, him and he talks okay, to me. And not because I know him and he talks to me, but he's, he's just a good guy, you know, and, and he's a great broadcaster. And that's the thing that bothers me as somebody who respects people who are great at what they do, whether they're a great plumber, whether it's somebody digging a ditch. If you're really good at what you do, you know, and in the, in the, in the business, of course, in media and broadcasting, it, it, personalities, great people. I, I don't think Joe has an abrasive personality. Not at all. I, I think, you know, and I get to see him in, in non-broadcasting situations. Right. He's just a great guy. I knew his dad, Jack Buck. I met him back in 1982 when I was c- covering the World Series in St. Louis when I met him for the first time. And, and Joe was, a, you know, was his young son at the time. I mentioned his brother, Bob Buck. Jack's brother, Bob Buck, who is obviously uh, Joe Buck's uncle, was a broadcaster in Philadelphia. A totally different personality, though. They're not all cookie-cutter Bucks. Bob Buck was really, really a, a, a guy who was way off the rails. We're talking back in the, in the 80s, you know, when, when, when sports talk and, and talk radio personality, and there really weren't a lot of talk radio personalities because there wasn't much of it available. But Bob Buck was a, was a, was a, was a rebel, he wasn't your just tic- typical, I have a great voice, I sound good, and I can do sports. So the, the whole knocking of Joe Buck or Jim Nance or other these other guys who are really good at what they do, they have their jobs because they're good. You can't do this kind of stuff at that level if you're not good. Can you be super? Does everybody love you? No. But it's just amazing to me, and maybe because I'm in the business and I'm, and I'm slightly skewed, but there are people in the business that I don't think are great. I think they're good, but to be great, it's like when we talk about coaches or players. You know, is this player great? Is this coach great, or is he just a good coach, or is he a good player? You know, you achieve greatness with levels of success and longevity. You don't become great overnight. You don't become great because you won a couple of games. It's like this whole Charles Barkley-LeBron James feud that's now simmering, you know, and it's become a big topic today. It's insane. Listen, LeBron James has every right to call out Charles Barkley. But, the Le- but remember, the Cleveland Cavaliers are 7-8 and eight in the month of January. Their worst month uh, since 2006, which was like LeBron's third year in the league. All right? So LeBron James's team is playing poorly. They got some injuries, and now they're having open tryouts to get some buy- – so, so when LeBron James goes out there and says, you know, we need to get some players in here to help me, and then they go out and they're going to have an open tryout for free agents, I don't have a problem with that. But when Charles Barkley says something about, and I don't even hear, I didn't even hear what Charles said. I know he said something about LeBron. Oh, he said LeBron was whining. LeBron's always whining, not always. I don't want to read the quote. I don't have the exact quote in front of me. But he basically said on TNT, the only NBA show that people pay attention to, because Charles is not only entertaining, but Charles played the game. See, here's the thing that bugs me about this whole dynamic. People in sports radio, media people, writers who never played sports, athletes don't want to hear about whether they're whiners or whether they're great, because the old argument is, well, you never played the game, so you don't understand what we go through as athletes. And you know what? They're right. But when Charles Barkley, just because he didn't win an NBA championship, doesn't mean he's not, doesn't, and he's paid, by the way, for his opinion now as a former Hall of Fame great player. So if Charles Barkley's paid for his opinion on TNT about basketball, and he gives an opinion that the best player in the NBA is whining, the whole world turns on Charles Barkley now because, God forbid, he gave an opinion? And LeBron fired back, and that's his right to do so. But to now do polls and surveys and who's right, Charles Barkley, just proves how petty and how, how absorbed we are. Like you could say I'm petty for asking Joe Buck about his rings. 
But you know what? People who watch them on the broadcast are probably saying the same thing. Why do you have a ring on your middle finger and one on your uh, ring finger, right? Right. I mean, it, it is That's it's the unusual. kind of stuff people care about. But the whole taking sides in whether uh, Charles Barkley was right or LeBron James, they were both right. Charles Barkley's paid for his opinion on TNT. He gave it. LeBron James is whining because Charles gave an opinion that he disagreed with, and so he ripped Charles. End of story. But for, for all the talking heads to go crazy and kneel and gen- – so Charles Barkley is supposed to genuflect in front of LeBron James because he called him a whiner or because LeBron's the best player in basketball? That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. That's why Charles Barkley is in a studio as a former player. That's why Kenny the Jet Smith, Smith is there. That's why they use former players, so that they actually have some, some semblance of knowledge of what's going through these players' minds. So that's, that's the thing about the LeBron-Charles Barkley thing that I just shook my head at today. I mean, I'm looking at Super Bowl news. I'm trying to keep track of everything else going on. And then all of a sudden, this Charles Barkley and LeBron James feud? It's crazy. You know what they need, Tony? What they, do they need? They need a little bit more joy in their life. Yes, they do. I seek joy every day. I ran into Joy the other day, but she was with her husband, and uh, therefore I had to move on. But But I didn't run out of her place like this uh, pastor in Florida. Did you see that story? No. This pastor was apparently having uh, extramarital affairs with this woman. Uh Uh-huh. The husband came home. The pastor ran out of the place naked, absolutely naked. Naked? Ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly right. But you know what what kind of joy I'm referring to, Yes, one of our great sponsors, Joy Joy Watches. Um, we the the shipment of the Joy Joy watches is going to be coming in either it's probably there today, um, but we had the fabulous Joy Joy watches when we were down in Tampa, mm-hmm. and um, they are awesome. And they, the great thing is, is that they're not ridiculously outrageous. You don't have to go spend one hundred fifty dollars no, for a watch. But they're hip and trendy. They have all sorts of uh, different. Uh, it's it's art and time combined. And now with kids, you know, you know, kids like to wear watches with different watch bands, all kinds of different designs. They're interchangeable. The, the watch bands are silicone, and then the watch, the waterproof piece, the actual timepiece, fits into the watch right. band. Right, and so you can switch your uh, your band as often as you like with the different different waterproof bands. Um, they're good f- down to like thirty feet underwater, and um, it is. And there's a there's a Oh gosh, what am I thinking of? Th- you can you can design your own. Like exactly. you can have these different parties. Well, Francie, a friend of ours, her daughter had a birthday party, and they had instead of like giving away the normal party favors, they had Joy Joy watches that all the girls got to design on their own. And um, there's a special kind of a process so that it's indelible. Did they trust the process, by the way? They did. They trusted the process, and so they got to go home with really cool personalized watches instead of like those stupid little. You know, like party favors that most kids get. And so if you want to see all the great designs and you can order them online, go to Joy Joy Watches, right? Yeah, joyjoywatches.com. Joy and Joy. See the them for yourself. J-O-Y, J-O-Y, put together, joyjoywatches.com. Or is it, yeah, it's joyjoywatches.com. Go check them out for yourself. Prices are great. It's something that's hip and trendy. Your kids will love it. You know, we got the school year going on. Valentine's Day is coming up. Yes. Instead of getting flowers or chocolates or something, get a Joy Joy watch. I mean, you. And a couple of different bands, too. Yeah, I do like it. Like they have the glow in the dark ones, especially for I Tony love those. Bruno. Yes, you know, just in case you get get lost, you at least you can find your 
And I can't Tabby's. even find my phone when it's dark, so at least the watch will be right there. And they have a really, really cool one that I like that looks like Dell's Blue. For those of you who don't know that, that's a Dutch thing. Um, but, yeah, they have them, I mean, for anything that you could possibly imagine, they are there. And they have them in, in men's and women's sizes. Beautiful. We want to thank them for being one of our sponsors, too. And we'll have another great sponsor tomorrow, too, that will join us here in, on Radio Row. Yes, and last but not least... Um, I got to say, traveling around, one of the things that is always difficult is sleeping in beds that you are not used to. Correct. You know what I wish I had? I wish we had one of the chiromatric mattresses here. Can you say that again, Ryan? I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, tongue-tied. Chiromatic mattress. Chiromaticmattress.com for those of you who would like to check it out. Since 1977, they are the only mattress designed by chiropractors. Beautiful. That have, that have come together. They're another one of our fantastic, fantastic We're going to need sponsors. one of those because my mattress know, is about, no, my mattress is great, but it's like 10 years old. You should really change your mattresses at least every 10 years, if not sooner. Right? I think it's time. I think it's time that we, we definitely need a new mattress, and we are going to have to talk to Johnny, who um, loves the show and is one of the representatives at Chiromatic Mattress. And if you go to Chiromatic.com. How do you spell, spell it for me, Robin? I want to write it down. C-H-I-R-O. Chiro, like in chiropractic. Correct. M-A-T-I-C. Chiromatic. Chiromatic.com. And you can see they have all sorts of different uh, mattresses, including, which is so perfect, uh, it is so perfect, goodness gracious. What's wrong with you, Robin? Perfect for Super Bowl is they have a special sports mattress. So, like, if you are into sports, if you exercise, mm -hmm. if you sleep in this, it'll actually help you regenerate faster oh, afterwards. Beautiful. How awesome is that? Beautiful. I hear you, baby. I hear you, too, Dutch. So there you have it. We want to thank the Chiromatic people, chiromatic.com, Joy Joy Watches, and, of course, uh, Thin Optics. Yes, and last but not least, GameTime.co. GameTime.co. We told you last year at the Super Bowl about this. It's a great app. Download it. Get tickets to any event, and you can see where the seats are at all of these different venues, whether it's concerts, whether it's sporting events. You go online to the GameTime.co. Put it in your app. Put that app in. Yes. Because you can buy up to the last second. It's not just sports. It's anything. I it's, said concerts, yeah. everything else. You know, I'd be curious. I, I, should, I should look it up. I'll have that information for you tomorrow when we do the show. I'm going to put it on and see if I can actually see any of the seats that are still available, maybe, for the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a, we will have Sean Pate, the man in charge, on with us. And he'll give us the latest Super yes. Bowl ticket information and more on uh, GameTime.co when he joins us here on Radio Row in a couple of days. It's, it is, the, you know, there's always like a new idea. You know, there's ticket, there's, there's all these kinds of second market ticket sellers all over the place and all the sports leagues are, are involved in them. GameTime.co is state of the art. Very few places when you buy a seat, you'll know where the seat is. They may tell you a section or a number. You actually see from the seat that you pick out that's available what it looks like sitting in that seat. So if you're looking for any tickets, not just a Super Bowl, anything, any concerts, any events that you need to buy tickets for, go to gametime.co. We thank our sponsors, and we will be back tomorrow. We're going to do an extended, maybe overtime. I mean, we may just take it all night long, depending on which party is occurring tomorrow night. I, I, I think we should, because there's so much going on. I mean, the, the, for us, it's, it's, it's been a little bit crazy because we don't have enough people to run around and, 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 and do everything that we need to do. Um, we miss Luigi. 
Yes, we do. We wish he could have been here. Uh, it's very clear that that it would have been fantastic to have him here, <laughs> but um, but we're, we're we're having fun, and that's what matters, right? And you're hopefully you're having fun too. In the meantime, we want to thank everybody for listening in today and joining us on Facebook Live, on uh, YouTube, and of course on uh, Periscope as well. We'll continue doing shows, and we try to do live stuff all over the place. And unfortunately, with the Wi-Fi situation, when we try to do our periscopes and live video streams, we've had trouble, including last night's uh, big media night. So we'll just keep trying. Pissed off. I am, too, uh, when that happens. But what are you going to do? It's technology, and Wi-Fi is not reliable. That's why you got to go hardwire. you got to go hardwire. I do not have the close of the show in there, Robin, if that's what you're looking for. Okay, but you know what? Play any music. Let's play, play, any, let's play, play some, some NFL other music, music. So while we're going out. Let's play NFL music. In the meantime... We will see you, as the great Joe Buck once said, we will see you tomorrow night. Thanks for listening to The Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Download new episodes every Thursday. Come back soon. At Kohl's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family, girls' stretch jeggings just $12, and save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Kohl's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See store or close.com for details. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last.